Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm your host, Florence Brummer. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a wife, a movie enthusiast, a fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. And throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. Thank you for joining me on this journey for finding grace and contentment in the practice of law. Today, I wanted to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. It's the day before Valentine's Day. Also, happy Super Bowl. It's kind of a festive couple of days. So I wanted to talk about some ways that you can take care of yourself and give yourself a happy Valentine's Day. I um, like football, but I sort of don't care. (laughs) Like I root for the Cardinals and then I root for uh, the um, New Orleans Saints. Um, The Saints, because I like to, even though I'm originally from Chicago, I claimed New Orleans as my hometown. So I'm a fan of the New Orleans teams as well. And so I was thinking about many things over the last couple of weeks, um, particularly because I've been so busy. In the last 10 work days, I had 14 hearings. On a couple of those days, there were two days where I had three hearings on each day. Um, Or was it three days? I had a lot of hearings in like a 10-day work period. I think there was one or two days where I didn't have any hearings, but then some days would have multiple hearings. And it's a lot to have a couple hearings during the week, but to have 14 hearings during 10 days, it's more than one a week, or I'm sorry, more than one a day, and it just sucked. And by the time Friday, as I record this, this is Super Bowl Sunday, I'm actually starting to feel like a normal person again. And my hearing that was set for tomorrow was um, canceled or moved. So I'm very, very happy to not have court tomorrow. I will tell you something. This is just a, if if you listen just to this advice and then turn off the rest of the podcast, I think this is good advice. To the greatest extent possible, do not try to schedule anything the Monday after the Super Bowl, unless it's something like getting coffee with someone or something like that. It just ends up being a later night. I don't really drink, like I'll have a drink here and there, so it's not like it's this giant drinking Uh, celebration for me or anything like that. But a lot of times people will come over today, I'm having various relatives come in and out, we are um, grilling hot dogs, it's like nothing fancy. But it will be a longer day and maybe like sort of a more eventful Sunday than they usually are. So try not to schedule something. And I will tell you this as well, the rest of the world appears to abide by this because I have had many years where I have tried to get a hold of people on the Monday after the Super Bowl. A lot of people are out. I think it is the day of the year where the most people call in sick or people just get a late start because they had a a party before. They should probably, it would be really cool if they made the Super Bowl the Sunday before President's Day. So everyone, well, I know not everyone has the holidays off, but at least it would be a federal holiday the next day. 
because it just is a really, really rough day sometimes. So I was glad to, not only because it was the Super Bowl, but because I've had so much court, like I definitely needed a break. I did not get out of my office until about 4.30 on Friday. And then at that point started to feel like a little bit caught up. I had so many little projects that had taken up time during the week where I had to get out a quick email to someone or um, sit down and think about something before I send it to someone or get some news out to different clients. It was just a million different things like that. And then on top of it, all these hearings and not just like five minute hearings, you know, a lot of them were trials. So it was just rough. And so by Friday night, I was sitting on my couch. And I that's really all I could do was just sit on my couch. By the time I got home on Friday, I was feeling like really happy. And um, I spent some time with my grandson and I took him for a walk and I'm like, okay, great. I'm like ready to go thinking, Oh, should I go see a movie tonight? Like, what am I going to do? I do nothing really. <laughs> like by the time the, um, my grandson goes to bed and then I sit down on the couch, I put on a movie, um, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lopez's new movie, Marry Me, is out on Peacock. And I have this thing, like if there's a movie that's out at the movies and it's on a streaming service, I'll try to watch it because I'm like, okay, you know, I could go spend the 20 bucks at the movies for two people to go see it, or I could watch it at home. And I really do love the movies. So it's not like I don't want to go to the movies, but it's just really hard for me to get there sometimes. So if, if I can see something newer at home, I'll take that as an opportunity. And I did see um, quite a few movies over the last couple of weeks. I've just been putting them in here and there. So I started watching Marry Me on Thursday night and got about 20 minutes into it. And then I finished it off on Friday. It's not, I'll just do a, a 20 second review of it. It's not great. Jennifer Lopez is so charming. I think it is sort of based on her life um, as a superstar and an actress and a spokesperson for a bunch of different products. In fact, I felt like they were using um, some footage from a lot of her red carpet <laughs> appearances when she's actually Jennifer Lopez, not the character cat that she was playing. Um, she was a spokesperson for coach and guests and guess what her character was as well. So anything with her was cute. And then um, Owen Wilson is the love interest and he was fine. But I mean, the movie was going to be exactly what you thought it could be was going to be like it really sort of writes itself like you see from the beginning like from the first two minutes like where this movie is going but she had some parts where she was singing and dancing and all of that was very charming but it it's sort of dumb <laughs> it's not great my husband kept coming in and out and he was like what is this movie I'm like leave me alone it's a romantic comedy it's the weekend of right before valentine's day like let let me just watch this and then I, right after that on Peacock was another new movie called Cop Shop. And I had heard some good things about it and I put it on and it was fine. You know, like it was 
great. It was, um, I'm sorry, it was fine. It was not great. It just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was an action movie. It also had kind of those twists and turns that you might see in like a Pulp Fiction, for example, but nowhere near the quality of Pulp Fiction. And the ending was very predictable. And it was just kind of like, meh. Um, so that was Friday night. And by the time Cop Shop ended, my head was just bobbing down. My eyes were so heavy. I kept falling asleep and I was determined to watch this movie. Towards the end, I'm thinking, should I turn it off and just go back to it tomorrow? And I checked and there was like maybe 30 minutes left. And I looked at my watch. I'm like, oh my gosh, how late is it? It's got to be like 1130. It was like 930. <laughs> like, oh no. Oh no, Florence. You are the lightweight of the world. So I, after the movie, I went to sleep, like instantly fell asleep. And usually on Saturday mornings, I'll take a walk with my grandson. I was so pooped out from the last couple of weeks that I just didn't have it in me to go take a walk. So I did something that I never do was just kind of laid in bed for a little bit. I read for a little bit. I didn't have coffee because I was going to go have coffee with my daughter. She moved into a new apartment and they have a coffee bar where you can go serve yourself. It has one of those machines like when you, um, I'm trying to think where you might see them at. Uh, like at maybe like if you're getting an oil change and it's like one of the nice ones that can make you a latte or a cappuccino. So I was sort of waiting to have coffee until then. And then I got up and I'm like, okay, well, we might do something. So I should get dressed instead of just throwing my hair up in a bun and putting on leggings. I'm going to actually get showered and do my hair and put some makeup on in case we end up going somewhere else. And which was good because we did. So, um, you know, I kind of laid around, didn't take the walk, got up, got ready. We went and saw her and we had coffee and then we decided to have lunch at Red Robin. And then we went into Scottsdale at, they call it the Arizona Boardwalk. And it is a very touristy area, but cute. I mean, there's a couple of restaurants there. There's a dinosaur themed restaurant, which has okay food and um, pretty good food actually and also it has like mini museums but it's pricey so it has a butterfly museum it has an aquarium it has the Ripley's um, it has a dinosaur museum and all of these um, things are pretty small except for the aquarium is large and the um, Ripley's is I'm sorry the aquarium is large and the butterfly museum is large everything else is really small like sort of like I don't know, like a big open area, and then they make like a little path in it. But it's really pricey. So if you want to do like two things, you pick the two things you want to do. And we wanted to do the Ripley's because there was Abraham Lincoln uh, memorabilia. And we also wanted to do the Dinosaur Museum. It was funny because we figured because it was Abraham Lincoln's birthday, we're like, oh, it's going to be jam-packed. There's going to be all these people there. There was probably two people in the Ripley's Museum, but it's really expensive to go in there. I mean, it was probably for each ticket, 
trying to think how much it was, $35 or $40 a person to do the two things. They even charged for my two-year-old grandson. Like the limit is 23 months or under is free, two years or older you pay. So it's kind of expensive, um, but we were specifically going for the Abraham Lincoln display and um, we added the dinosaurs to it because my grandson loves dinosaurs and he had to see it. Once we, you know, like once we went in and, and I was aware of the prices, I was like, I almost wanted to just call it off because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so expensive for the, let's see how many of us there was, for six of us. And two, again, are babies. It was pretty expensive. And um, when I heard the price, I almost like called it off. But I'm like, okay, we're here. We came specifically for the Abraham Lincoln things. Adam is really going to love seeing the dinosaurs. Like, let's go in. We did split up a little bit. Um, instead of Adam and Maggie going to see the Ripley's exhibit, they went to the Butterfly Museum. And um, everyone, you know, really had a nice time. So that was that. Then we um, walked through uh, the Dinosaur Museum all together. And my grandson was so happy. Like, he was so happy. He was pointing to the dinosaurs he was saying the dinosaur names they gave you little plastic dinosaurs at the end he played with them the whole way home and as soon as we put the boys into their car seats they just fell asleep so it was a, a nice day and then we got home and um I can't even really remember what I did on Saturday night. Oh, I know. I went to the grocery store. I rarely ever go to the grocery store. I usually get everything delivered, but I wanted to kind of see everything because I wanted to get some fun stuff for the Super Bowl. And when I order online, I just sort of order the same things over and over again. So went to the grocery store. That took a few hours and then came back home and I started watching Inventing Anna on Netflix. It's a new limited series. I highly recommend it. I've been squeezing it in here and there because I've been really busy since I started watching it, but it's really watchable. And it's about a con artist from New York who was able to con lots of people out of lots of money. And she pretended she was an heiress. And I haven't read anything about her story because I want it to unfold as part of the, of this limited series. And then afterwards, I'll watch it. It's a Shonda Rhimes produced show, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm starting the fourth one. Um, I'm not sure when, maybe tonight, you know, maybe tomorrow, the fourth episode. And I'm not, I think there might be six episodes, but really fascinating how someone who did not have the money, was able to pull off like they had the money and the background and was really able to fool people. And a lot of it is uh, from the perspective of a reporter who wrote an article about her. And um, I don't know much kind of except for what I learned about the show before it has um come on Netflix, you know, there was like some promotion for it. So I was trying not to find out a lot about it. And then maybe once it's over, I'll read more about the real story to fill in any blanks for me. 
So that's a, a quick review and uh, recommendation for something to watch if you're looking for something to watch. Haven't finished it, so don't know if the ending is great, but um, I'm that's where I am so far. All right, so I want to get into my talk, topic a little bit. And it really is about giving yourself a happy Valentine's Day. I read a statistic this week, which is really sort of discouraging in a way, which is if you have a relatively normal lifespan, you will have lived 4,000 weeks. I don't know about you, but to me, that really doesn't seem like that much time. You know, how quickly can a week go by? And we have weeks that drag, of course, but even when they drag, they're generally dragging because of the circumstances that are going on during the week. Like, for example, in three weeks, I'm going to have a week-long jury trial. This is going to be a rough week. Every morning, I'll have to get up at 5 and put on a suit and get my rolling briefcase and park downtown and then walk to into the court. Like, it is rough. It is rough to have a jury trial when you have it downtown. I always file my cases at the Northeast Court, which is just a parking lot that you can park in and walk right in. But this case is one that I'm defending, and it's a civil case, and it's downtown, which means that I have lots of walking and carrying things. So it's not a great situation. But here's how that week will be. It will be a slog. Every day is going to be really rough. It's going to feel like it goes by slow. But at the end of the week, it will feel like it has gone by fast. And that's really what kind of what's happened to me the last couple of weeks. The weeks went by slow because my days were so filled with things and the evenings were so frantic, you know, like trying to get in like a little bit of work and get in dinner and some relaxing and seeing my family and some exercise and, you know, the couple of hours that you have during the week is just, you know, on a weeknight is just so difficult when you've had a full work day. So, you know, take that week I just had, crazy week, tons of hearings, this week alone was nine hearings, and there's 3,999 more weeks like that, if I, if I get, you know, an average lifetime. It doesn't seem like that much. So I was thinking about some things where you can give yourself a delightful Valentine's Day, but hopefully year-round. So some things to take care of yourself. Okay, number one, take care of yourself. You have to consciously make sure that you are taking care of yourself. So I had all these hearings this week. Within these two weeks the, where I had all these hearings, I also attended two doctor's appointments. There were things that I needed to get done, and it had to be done. One I went to really early, and one I went to after 
um, an out of the office meeting, like I scheduled it into my day. The one where I had the really early doctor's appointment, it was a 7am doctor's appointment. And I had three court hearings after that. It was the longest day in the world, but I got it done. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. I've also been putting in my cycle bar classes and my walks wherever I can. So the nice thing about the place that I've been exercising at, at cycle bar, is the exercise times are kind of all over. They're not, there's a pattern. It's not like every hour there's a class, so you can just really go whenever. But there's early morning, like really early morning, there's later morning, and then there's like five o'clock, and then there's one after that. So you have generally, you know, and then there's uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings. I tend to skip the classes on Saturday and Sunday mornings because they're super crowded, and I would rather go do these during the week. But I've been skipping all over. I've been skipping around to different instructors. I've been skipping around to different times. I've originally was just going after work, but now I'm going in the morning too. I just really find out where I can get it in. Plus for Valentine's Day, there is a plus I'm sorry, my daughter's standing here creepily looking at me while I'm doing this. I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of a podcast and Maggie is Okay, yes you can go. She's asking me if she <laughs> Maggie says hi. <laughs> All right. This is what I get for trying to do these on a weekend, too. I should probably do these like on a weekday night after everybody's gone to bed. Um, so I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh, the cycle bar classes. So I've been skipping all around all different places. And cycle bar will do it, it, it for me is difficult to stay on an exercise routine because frankly, I don't like it. Like I don't want to exercise. I'd rather be reading or watching TV or maybe just taking a walk at my pace, not like exercising, exercising. So with Cycle Bar, they'll have different classes where they'll play like Doja Cat and Dua Lipa music. I went to one on Thursday where I was able to actually clear my morning schedule to do this. Don't worry, I didn't put anybody out or anything, but I was able to clear it so I could get the um, get the class in. But they played Mariah, Whitney, and Madonna music. And it just was so fun, just like mixing it up a little bit. And then tomorrow morning for Valentine's Day, they're going to have a Bay my Valentine, so for Beyonce, and then do Beyonce song and I'm and songs. And like, no matter what, I'm going to this one. It's going to be hard to get to a 6 a.m. Monday, but I am determined to go to this Beyonce class. Also, you know, eat healthier. This one is really hard for me. I am very tempted to just take a piece of chocolate when I'm at work and get some chocolate into my system. I've been avoiding the candy bowl at work, but I have a jar of peanut butter and I will take a jar of peanut butter, or I'm sorry, I will take a spoonful of peanut butter if I need like just a bite of food. Um, I have meals at work. I try to do salads a couple times a week. 
just whatever I can to get vegetables in. Try to drink a lot of water. This one's hard for me because I'll drink a lot of coffee. That's for sure. On uh, Friday, I drank so much coffee. I was a jittery mess and coffee doesn't really make me jittery. But on Friday, it did because I drank so much. Um, uh, I've said this before in podcasts, which is I, and, and this is something I've read about too, like this is a proven fact, is that planning for vacations can be more relaxing than actually taking the vacation. I planned a couple of vacations in the last month. I'm taking my youngest daughter, so my youngest daughter's 15, so it's a great time to travel with her. You know, she's not a baby anymore, so I don't have to worry about anything in terms of like car seats or diaper bag or anything like that. And then she's also old enough where if I want to take a nap, I mean, she's fine to just sit in the hotel room and watch TV. She doesn't need to be entertained 24 hours a day by me. Um, so we're going to go to Colorado. We're going to stay at the Stanley Hotel where the Stephen King, where Stephen King was inspired to write The Shining. And we're going to spend a day in Denver too. Um, she, her and I are going to go to California with my sister-in-law and most likely my niece too for some activities that are going to be in June. Um, Maggie and I are going to New Orleans for spring break. We went last year. We're going to do it again. And I picked my dates for going to Coronado and getting out of the heat in July. So a couple of different things just to look forward to on the calendar. And that's really, really important. I've told this story before. I will tell it again, which is I went probably six, seven, eight years where I did not take a vacation. And I did this because I kept looking at my calendar and I would look at it and I would say, the next four months are really busy. After this four months, I will then take a vacation. Well, those four months would pass and I would do the same thing over and over again because your calendar fills up. When I have dates on the calendar down the road, if the court asks me, if they say, are you available on such and such date? I can say, oh, no, sorry, that's a pre-planned vacation. And courts are understanding on that. Sometimes things will just pop up on your calendar. And then either I have to decide, is that something that either one, I can handle while I'm on vacation because it's virtual. Two, I can have my associate handle it. Or three, do I do a motion to continue? Luckily, about half of the hearings are scheduled where you're on the phone. So I have some control, but not always. So you do what you can do. Um, get outside. Really get outside. On Friday, going back to Friday again, when I was really tired, when I got home, I got some books and my laptop. And I just sat outside for a little bit while my grandson was playing. The fresh air felt so good. And it's really nice in Arizona right now. I know a lot of places are dealing with snow. It's actually probably a little too warm than it needs to be. But I think it's going, the temperature is going down in a few days. Go to church or whatever spiritual thing you need to do. Very important. I attend church, I would say, almost every weekend, unless I'm not in town. 
I've been doing a lot of it virtually, but I do it at the time that church is actually happening because that way it can, it feels like, all right, it's 10 a.m. and Sunday, here I am, I'm doing church. Have little places that you go that may bring you joy. The library is one for me. And not that I go and check out a million books, but I might go and I might check out one or two books and just walk around. It's always so quiet. It's nice. And this will sound so nerdy, but some of my fondest memories are thinking back of the library of my hometown. Like I loved that place. And I understand it doesn't exist anymore. It was torn down to build a newer, more uh, advanced library. And I don't even ever want to go back and see it because it just would make me sad. Like this was a place that really meant a lot to me. And I spent a lot of time there, you know, on humid days during the summer, on cold nights in Illinois when I would go there to do homework. I just do not want to go back to um, that place and, and see that it doesn't exist anymore. I have a couple things like that. There was things that I really loved in Chicago about when I was in college, and I understand those places don't exist anymore, and I don't think I want to see it. So anyways, the bottom line is definitely do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Another thing is create a space for yourself. And I have a couple of these, and they're not anything extravagant. I have a um, Chase Lounge that I bought on clearance at a furniture store that is by the window in my bedroom. I have a chair next to the window in my home office. I have a built-in desk in my kitchen. Uh, I have a stool at the kitchen island. These are all places that I like to go and sit. My daughter recently moved out of the guest room and she took a lot of the stuff that was part of the guest room. So I'm, I need to redo the room. And this is giving me just like a little bit of happiness. Like my, probably not giving my husband happiness because he's going to have to do the work, but I've asked him to repaint it. Sort of a brown color. I asked him to do like a French white, a little bit of an off white. And I have all these Mardi Gras decorations and New Orleans, um, decor that I've picked up and I ordered a, a couple of pictures from Amazon for a really good price. I don't have them yet so I don't know the quality but I ordered them and I plan on hanging them in there so it'll be a guest room with like a little New Orleans uh, theme and I just repurposed a lot of my old things. I had an old comforter set that doesn't fit my new bed now but I'm going to use in the guest room. I also um took my Mardi Gras beads and made like a little decoration in a bowl with them. And that just felt fun. Um, make sure you do fun things for dinner. I found what I think is the best meal kit, which is the Martha Stewart meal kit. I tried it and it was really delicious, like three grade A meals, like delicious and not the most difficult like sometimes these meal kits are a pain in the butt where you have to bring out the food processor and you have to do all this stuff it wasn't super quick and easy but really not so bad and we were um 
just marveling over the meals. There was one that was a um, pinto bean enchilada, and they were so good. I kept the recipe card because I'm going to try to recreate it on my own. Um, but otherwise, just trying to have some fun things for dinner. Since my daughter and youngest grandson moved out, things have been a little bit easier, <laughs> um, where it doesn't feel like there's that many of us for dinner. And sometimes by the time I've gotten home, my other daughter has already eaten. My son-in-law works dinner hours quite a bit, so he's not always there. So it's been more chill, but still try to find something like, you know, good for dinner. Set up a little coffee bar in your house. I have a curing pot that does the pots or make pods or makes a pot. And I love going back and forth depending on who's going to be drinking coffee with me. And I almost always get coffee from uh, PJ's Coffee in um, New Orleans. And they have such great flavors and they have a lot of seasonal flavors. Like right now they have their king cake flavor and a couple months ago they had a bananas fosters flavor where I went back and I bought a huge batch of it because it was so delicious and we actually went through that second batch of it so that's kind of a bummer but hopefully maybe in the fall it'll come back the other thing I would tell you for making sure you take care of yourself on Valentine's Day and year-round is sleep oh my gosh get sleep Saturday night, I was pretty tired again, but I wasn't going to try to force myself to stay up for movies. So I went into bed a few minutes before 10. I did not wake up until 8. I think I slept through the night. It ended up being a little bit too much sleep, but I really think my brain needed to reset because the dreams that I was having at the end of my sleep cycle were ridiculous. I was dreaming. These are some of my, my worst dreams, which is I will have dreams that I will draft contracts, sit down and draft a contract, come up with the language, type it out. What kind of dream is that? It's just the worst type of dream in the world. And then you wake up and you've been working for a while, but you're really not working for a while because you don't have anything to show for it. As part of the same dream, I was working in Hawaii, which sounds fun, except I was writing this contract forever. And then when I went out to explore Hawaii, the whole sky turned black and a hurricane blew in and I didn't know where to go or what to do. So I think this is a, a telling of what is going on in my head right now. It's all work and chaos. And so I need sleep and I need to reset. Another thing I'll recommend for you is have a nice nightstand. I have a nightstand that I kind of like, but I'm getting a little sick of it. It's tall and thin, and it's like four shelves. And at first, it was great. And um, really, I was thinking in the today, I should take everything off and just like clean it and reorganize it because it has... Um, because it's shelves, it has these openings, and then things will fall off of it. And then sometimes the grandkids will get in it, and like all my stuff will be to the side. But the main point I'm trying to make is have that little area next to your bed, because you can have a thing for, I have a lamp that 
is a lamp that has USB chargers in it and the regular plugs in it so I can charge my devices in the lamp. The lamp I can use for reading. I can put my books on it. I can put, I put like hand lotion on it, a nail file, you know, those types of things, my books, my magazines, and uh, it's just right there for me. And I think actually once I'm done with this, I think the first thing I'm going to do is actually clean that off because now I'm feeling motivated to make that nice again. I have my glasses on there. Um, I'll put like a bottle of water, like all the stuff that you just need instantly, either when you wake up or you're going to bed. Uh, I have a secret. I am not great about housework, but two pet peeves for me are laundry and the dishes. My laundry does not pile up. I will tell you my system for laundry. I have a basket that holds, perfectly holds about one load of laundry. When it is filled, I take it downstairs. I wash it. I dry the clothes. I hang up what can't be dried. Then I put the clothes away. All of this happens in one fell swoop. I do not let the clothes sit in the washer. I don't let the clothes sit in the dryer. I just get it done. And and I don't mean that I'm sitting there hovering, you know, like I might put the clothes in in the morning and then when I get home from work, I'll go get them. But it's one cycle, get it done. And I never have a day where I'm just doing load after load. I used to have to do that when we lived in Chicago and had to deal with a laundry room. I would bring up a week of laundry and sit there and do all the laundry over a few hour period. And so I keep that going. And then dishes, I hate dishes in the sink. Unload the dishes, reload the dishwasher, get the dishes going again. All right. Something very important too is um, building relationships. And there's two kinds. One is a relationship with yourself, which is really what I've been talking about probably this whole time, which is things you need to do to take care of yourself. But relationships with others are really important. I had scheduled a coffee with someone who um, is a friend, but now is in the same business that I'm in, and perhaps we can do business together. It took me forever to get a date to get her on the calendar because of what my schedule looked like. And when the date was coming, I was feeling some apprehension because I had a day of, I had court in the morning, and then I was meeting with her. Then I had to go to the court to take care of some things. And then I had to go to a doctor's appointment. So it was a full day. And then when I sat down there and I was just talking with her, it was just a delight. It was just a delight to hear her stories, to hear her perspectives, to hear that what she was up to. And I could, when I get so busy, those things tend to go for me. Those are the first things that go out the door. And I have to make sure that they don't. There should not be a reason in our lives where we cannot have lunch with a friend, coffee with someone we haven't seen in a long time, go sit with our dad for a bit, like whatever it is, keeping those social relationships going. And the last thing, and I think that um, 
this is probably an extension of everything else that I've been talking about, which is don't beat yourself up. I do that all the time. <laughs> I am very hard on myself that I have not gotten in enough hours. I haven't, I'm not caught up on my emails. I have a contract to write. I have a letter to write. And it's just constantly thinking I haven't gotten enough done in the day. But then when I think, here's everything you did get done in the day, it really can change your perspective. So be nice to yourself. I have a couple movies that I saw that I want to, I already talked about Cop Shop and Marry Me and Inventing Anna. But I did see um, two Jim Cummings movies. He's a movie maker who has a very original perspective. One is Wolf of Snow Hollow which is a sort of horror movie, kind of a comedy horror. <laughs> it's on epics. And the other one is The Beta Test, which is on Hulu. Very different movies. Um, they do not spoon feed you the plot. Beta Test particularly was made for 250000 and it does not look like it. It is a very well-made movie with plots that are original. And Jim Cummings is a... Uh, original person. He sort of reminds me of if you went to Universal Studios and there's a guy playing Norman Bates at the Bates Motel. He kind of has that look, <laughs> but he's very original and must be very, very smart um, because he's written these two movies that I like very much. I went to the movies a week ago and picked a movie that I thought was going to be amazing. It was called Moonfall. I could not wait for this movie. I saw a preview for it like a month ago and I almost rented out a theater for it because it was about the moon crashing into the earth and I thought it sounded like so much fun, like a amazing disaster movie. It was terrible. It had some weird alien subplot for no reason. All it needed was the moon crashing into the earth and the earth being saved. The two things it needed. And then it also needed um, places getting destroyed. Like that's what is needed. And they had like two seconds of things getting destroyed. It had weird subplots. It had people acting in ways that didn't make any sense. It just was bizarre. So never ever see that movie, but I, I couldn't believe it. I went with my sister-in-law. She told me I'm never allowed to pick out a movie again. I did see Nightmare Alley on Hulu. I think it's on HBO Max, too. It's a brand new movie that was out in December. It's been nominated for some Oscars. It's um, a remake of a movie from the 40s. Very um, stylized. Bradley Cooper is great in it. Uh, Kate Blanchett, who's great in everything, is in it. And... Um, Speaking of the Oscars, I started to try to watch the movie Spencer with Kristen Stewart, where when that movie came out, people did not stop raving about her, like how great Kristen Stewart was as, as Princess Diana. I watched about 15 or 20 minutes of it, and I'm feeling like I can't do it. She's wrong physically. She also just looks like Kristen Stewart with a blonde wig. And speaking in a British accent, it seems 
fine, but not Princess Diana-ish. Like Princess Diana was very, I actually saw Princess Diana in person one time, sort of in person. When I worked in Chicago, she was staying at the Drake Hotel and she came out of the Drake and there was a crowd of people. And this just tells you how different the world is. This was probably, you know, it's got to be a couple of years before she died. Um, so I'm thinking 95 or 96 and she comes out and there's maybe 20 people and some people hand her some flowers and she's so elegant. I'm, I was in my office and I could look down and see her and she walks around and she accepts the flowers and she shakes some hands. She gets into a car and drives away. This is what I saw 25 years ago. I can still remember it, like how elegant she was. Kristen Stewart is not pulling that off. There is another Princess Diana movie coming out with, um, I know I'm going to say her name wrong, but it's Elizabeth DeBecky, I think. She's been in a lot of things like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and um, oh, a lot of different movies. And she's like really tall and just elegant and she just looks a lot more like her and maybe she won't give a great performance but I think having that caring of, of how Princess Diana carried herself is very important and I'm just not getting it in Spencer and maybe I'll go back and watch it but we'll see so my main ones that I would recommend if you are looking for something to watch Number one, I'd put on Inventing Anna right now. Like, I'm so into the show. But also, um, Nightmare Alley is really good. And try one of the Jim Cummings movies. Beta Test is on Hulu. All right. Thanks so much. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Have a happy Valentine's Day. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Patreon. Under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name or under my law office. You can find me on my website, bremerlaw.com. Thanks so much, and I'll be back in two weeks with a new topic. Thanks. Bye-bye.